Lillard, long range three, and it's good! At the buzzer, Damian Lillard, are you kidding me? Good evening and welcome to Rose City Colored Glasses, a Portland Trailblazers podcast. Uh, I am Will and with me as always, my co-host Seth. Say hello, Seth. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Thanks. I can't, I can't do a good Dr. Nick. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so tonight, I, you know, there's not a lot going on in Blazerland. I mean, everyone's still hurt. More people are hurt. I guess, you know, DJJ has been down a couple of games. And uh, I just watched uh, earlier tonight, I watched the the Bucks-Blazers game. Um, and the Blazers lost really bad. It was not not pretty. 28 points. Uh, I mean, it, that's 28 points that, like, they, they caught up a little bit in garbage time, which, by yeah. the way, was the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, no, no, I'm uh, – uh, Dame played 27 minutes as opposed to his normal, like, 40 um, when we have nobody else. So that'll tell you a lot. I did not watch the game, so I'm just doing kind of a, here's how I would interpret it just looking at the box score. It's like Dame played 27 minutes, and Nasir Little scored 30 points in a loss. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, Nasir Little looked good. He was he looked like he was having fun out there. He was playing hard. But how does shot look uh, since I, you saw it? I mean, it looks raw. I mean, it, it still looks raw. But I mean, he made five for seven from three, which is like that's sweet. Like if he can do that and play the high energy defense that we know we can, like that's a rotation level player. And God knows we need some help. Uh, in that area of long small forward guys we're yeah. we're pretty we're pretty thin like uh rodney hood's back uh but you know he i don't know he looks fine i guess like i mean it's the injury like look an achilles injury from what i ha- like everything i have read about it in regards to basketball it's like one of those where yeah you'll come back and you'll be good but you don't bounce back from it like I think Kobe may have been the only one, and that was late in his career. Yeah, and, and he could he could really create sort of like on on reputation. You know? at, at that point, yes. Yeah, like uh, he, nobody's nobody's giving Rodney Hood like undue respect at this point for his no. his shot. Like it's just that's just not what it is. I mean, he's he's again he's has shown himself to be a fine player, you know, at the past and in flashes this year, but like he's not. Uh, you know, no. it's not a Kobe. Uh, quick audible on tonight. Uh, we should mention, uh, most people know, the uh, one-year anniversary of uh, Kobe and his daughter's incredibly tragic passing happened. Um, don't have a ton to say about it that other people don't, other than I, as a good Blazers fan, hated Kobe Bryant uh, during his playing days. But I started to like him a lot more, like the last two seasons he played. And then afterwards, like, nah, Kobe's Kobe. And it might be because there's so much 
of Kobe kind of mentality and Dame that you can kind of be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, he's a guy that like a lot of players really love just because he was a tenacious basketball player. But I, you know what, I have a real hard time getting over like the the sexual assault. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like and look, he did some great things for women's basketball and 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 youth girls basketball. Not going to deny that, but like you shouldn't need to have daughters to treat women right. That's all I've got to say. No, I, I agree. I haven't looked at that case in a heart in a hot minute, um, and it was before the Me Too movement, so my feelings on it might be different now. Um, I remember at the time it was like, mm. I, at the time I was kind of like, eh, it sounds like she changed her mind, and I, after the fact, that was at the time. This is two thousand. 2004-2005 I'm a different person now by all means and I understand you know consent a lot differently than then Uh, but I would want it it stands to reason to like revisit it before I sit there and go oh Kobe's a piece of shit Uh, he probably is but I want to revisit it kind of before I mean I I looked I looked at it like uh, you know over the last couple years I've gone back you know he did eventually say he settled in civil court which is like is its own level of admission in, yeah. in a way and uh you know it's notoriously hard for these charges to stick especially on anytime there's a power imbalance like this so oh yeah i i kind of i look i'm gonna believe women right like that's a guy you got to he never fully apologized and like that's like i really feel like that's part like if we're gonna actually do the rehabbing of a person's like stuff. Like I think that they should apologize, especially when they've essentially admitted guilt uh, through, through the, through the court system. So anyways, it's a fair thing. That's a fair, no, Hey, those are, you know, uh, I'm, as I was saying, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, It's just the whole, like, "Ah, I want to go back and look at that. I know that my feelings on it would change compared to what they were then, but I don't know if it's, cancel like cancel level it's probably close but again i don't know this is just me saying i don't know i want to go back and look at it even he didn't, with the, deserve, he didn't deserve to die in a helicopter crash no, right no. nobody does <laughs> no. I mean, nobody deserves that his daughter clearly didn't that sucks uh yeah. you know especially and uh, that sucks it sucks that that uh you know he and those girls died uh that's that's obvious but yeah uh i'm i'm not ready to like when, when like the dallas mavericks are retiring his number i kind of rolled my eyes a little bit yeah that no, especially no. since the dallas mavericks as an organization have like a history of protecting sexual abusers so uh, uh yeah <laughs> it's like oh maybe not you guys all right <laughs> did that I, that was the Kristaps porzingis thing is that you're referring to right or was uh, there another one no there was a there was some front office stuff uh, uh not exactly the same as the baseball stuff that came out with uh what's his name but uh oh the guy from the mets oh that guy yeah Ooh, that was bad that was bad stuff but it, you know uh the the mavericks there's somebody in the front office i i don't have it i don't have it all the details in my head at the time at, yeah but uh they they do have a history of of uh kind of maybe maybe signed the wrong way 
on this. Yeah. So it's, you know, it just sucks. Anyways, yeah. we should talk about happier things than uh, a guy who uh, was probably a rapist who died. Uh, <laughs> so yes. uh, speaking of that that mentality, toxic mombalinity, if we want to call it that, uh, Dame. Uh, oh, you're, you're fired for that pun. <laughs> <laughs> not mine, not mine. From another podcast. Uh, sorry, Dame like went for it against the Bulls. Like so, le- tonight was terrible, but he basically just did some late game heroics. He hit like what? How long, far was that first shot? First shot was thirty seven feet, from what I understand. Uh, that was the like honestly, it looked like it was in the exact same spot as the shot he made over Paul George a couple years back. It looked about that far away. Like when that's his spot is like, yeah, there's kind of this no man's land, like between the logo and the, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. It just ridiculous, but like that in itself. So he, you know, I can recap this pretty quick because I watched it over and over and over, even though I didn't watch the game. Um, As most Blazer fans probably already know, Blazers are down uh say no they're down they're, three no, th- no they were because they, they had they oh, were down, down four five. okay they were down four or five, five. No, they're down five. five they sorry. would have been down by five i'm sorry so down by five 8.9 left dame buries the 37 footer they press them as they inbounds Ball goes in. Gary Trent Jr. ends up in a jump ball situation with not Levine, but another one of their guys who's like eight inches taller than Gary Trent Jr. Somehow, by the grace of God, Gary Trent Jr. barely wins the tap. It's really, really gross scrambling. Oh yeah, it's weird. Like it's it's a bad dash. Oh, it's Robert Covington elbowing people out of the way to get the ball to give it to Dame. And Dame's there, too, in the middle of it, trying to get the goddamn ball, too. <laughs> and he lets it fly with point four left and buries it, and they win the game. And it's just... Oh, buries it. He, he shoots over Markinen again. And his, like, Markinen is a big dude. Like, he's a power forward. And he's like... And know, he's got very long arms. Dude's got reach. And so, like, you, you can uh, look up the the picture or the video online, but you know, Dame is somehow doing this fadeaway three and marketing it is like doing the, like an arc over him. And like, I don't know how Dame got that shot off, but he did at the buzzer. Boom. Blazers win. Like just like go completely. Look, it's a game against Chicago in January. It shouldn't be exciting, but like, Dame's if the Blazers are going to win, this is how they're going to do it. Dame is just going to have to win games with some gritty performances from guys like GTJ and uh, Covington, and and just it's going to be effort because uh, our talent is hurt. Yeah, uh, I think if you, I think if CJ gets back and he's playing at about the level he was, uh, I don't expect him to be playing at the level he was when he got hurt because. He was in fine, fine form. Uh, but if he plays it 90, 95% of that for the first couple of games back before he's fully into it, I think that I, I'm not saying we'll win games because I have no idea who the opponent would be because that does matter. Uh, 
you know, I think that he and Dame can have a nice little 30-30 couple performances. Yeah, case in point, um, Dame could win a game on his own against the Bulls, uh, but against the Bucks tonight, like, it was just, you can't. There's, no. that is That team is just so stacked, like, top to bottom. Oh, and Giannis is currently the best player in the NBA, like... I mean, yeah, as, as far as like a matchup nightmare, I mean, who can guard him? Can like the best defensive specialists in the league are like that are stars or Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and uh, Kawhi could probably do it. Kawhi could probably do it. I mean, Ka- Kawhi could, could do it. He's just like Giannis is long. He's just yeah. a big dude. Like uh, LeBron could God. do it for a night. Thank God. God, he hasn't learned how to shoot a three-pointer to save his life. I mean, he can kind of shoot him. He just doesn't do it very often. If he does, like, you know, LeBron has become this, like, crazy three-point shooter. If, if Giannis, <laughs> I love that, by the way. <laughs> LeBron is just... Uh, look, I hate to think, like, be happy about a, a guy on the Lakers being good, but, like, man, LeBron is just fun. I'm sorry. No, he's, he's one of the few players... That wasn't that didn't start in a Blazers uniform that like transcends uniform that they're wearing for me. Like, yeah, like I, I hated him for the Miami thing. Like, 90% of the people on the planet that didn't live in Miami, um, just because of the way that he did it, even though that did make some money for the Boys and Girls Club and all that. It just, it's like. God, man, any other way. Like, you know, but yeah, they made money for the Boys and Girls Club. So I guess I can't be too mad. Yeah, um, I just, even though I think it was a terrible idea. I imagine he thought he was going to make a different decision when he signed up to do the decision live on TV. Uh, Before he decided to take his talents to South Beach, he probably said, oh, yeah, I'll do this like big television show where I'll tell the world I'm going back to Cleveland. And then he's like, man, Miami would be pretty cool, right? Oh, Uh, man. I'd be there with Bosch and Dwayne. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, So anyways, yeah, the the Bucks are just a better team. But I mean, they had uh, Giannis's brother was dunking over fools tonight so you know it was it was not uh not our best showing as a team new and i think the bucks were a hundred percent healthy because i didn't see an an dnp at all on their box score when i looked at it and And they're they're really good i mean they are an extremely well-rounded strong team that's just gonna win a ton of games like again they might they have playoff issues you know but uh coach bud has kind of that terry stink on him for not making the right adjustments in the playoffs but like man they they win a lot of games the regular season because uh Giannis is a nightmare to, to yeah. deal with defensively uh especially if you're the blazers and you're already like covington could probably handle him like a with little bit help yeah but but the thing is we don't have help. In fact, yeah. Covington's job tonight was probably to guard Giannis and and help. Yeah. Like, and that's just not like no one man can do that job. That's just no. It, it's, it's, well, it's especially no one blazer. Covington's a, a more like from like everything I read, he's not an on the ball, you know, one on one defender. He's a ridiculously good team defender. Like if he's, you know, if he's in a scheme and the scheme works, he's very, very good. 
well, I'm not willing to say our defensive scheme doesn't work simply because reasons like Nurk was 70% when he came in. It's like we didn't even get off the ground before the injuries happened. (laughs) I'm leaning on the side that "Mm, maybe our defensive scheme isn't all that good, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know yet. Like you said, not enough data. Like seriously, you know, who, who knows? Um, I do know that our defense is bad, but that's could be largely the fact that we are a freaking hospital ward. Our, like, yeah. We have like three starters out, you know, on any given night. So, yeah, we're yeah. walking wounded. So um, here's kind of a, like you and I both are just kind of having a general malaise feeling about the Blazers right now, I think. And do you think it's only the injuries or do you think it's just like, state of the world and we're kind of going back to the god should we even be playing basketball like i think that's always going to be there in the background but it might be ringing a little bit more i and i will totally admit this if the blazers were what'd you say they're 10 and 9 yeah uh yeah if the blazers were 15 and 4 i might be singing a different tune that's... i to- i totally will grant that but right now it's like Oh God, my team's not even doing that well. So maybe we just shouldn't be playing basketball. <laughs> it's incredibly selfish. I know that. Right. But... We need we need another another work stoppage so that we can heal up uh, like <laughs> we did before the bubble. Um, no, I I I'm with you. Like, there's the the fact that the Blazers aren't great is not not helping my my engagement level. Like, I had the game on tonight, but I mean, when when you're watching, when it's like the team's down by 20 25 like i honestly not not paying a ton of attention to what's going on just looking up and when i can otherwise like yeah i i spent most of that game tonight looking at my phone and just feeling depressed about the the state of the game and you know what the other thing that kills it for me and i don't know why the bubble is different not having fans in the stands is like a real weird thing i and i know it's a me, me problem because this is not changing but like the bulls game perfect example watching the highlights from that it is just so freaking surreal to watch dame do this like historically cool thing it just like and they've got the canned noise in the background and it, well i was gonna say it looks like it's a you know a practice game in an empty gym right which some so of that is, is just the color combination of blazers and bulls that looks like a like a shirts versus skins game you know it looks like an inner squad match i there's a i think that that goes for part of it but just like the emptiness of it for the bubble i think that we put it in our mentality like it's a bubble nobody really has home court they're playing here i think that we like i think it felt like a you know going to a tur- like a tournament on neutral ground kind of thing wait a minute does this uh, also mean that the faces worked oh the faces in the bubble again i that is more of a correlation than a direct <laughs> uh oh it worked because of this but i can say that it didn't hurt as i'm seeing empty seats i like seeing fans even if they're yeah. like webcam fans you know like that was cool yeah, like I think that it has a, you know, yeah, sure. I we could say that we're missing the faces. Uh, how true? I don't know, but that makes sense. You know, it could be one of the aspects of it. 
because yeah, watching them play basketball in an empty gym is fine, I guess. I don't know. It it lacks a certain something. Um, like the only sport I could think of that I don't think the crowd would matter to me as much, weirdly, weirdly, would be the two sports that are best in person and maybe not the greatest on TV, baseball and soccer. Oh, you know, I'd agree with baseball because, like, I mean, it's nice to be part of the crowd or whatever, uh, but soccer, I don't know. Like, I, I want to be yelling and, like – like that's that's part of part of the tension is being in the stands like i think so and you know you and i've discussed this about soccer we both like it we both want to probably like it more and understand it more than we do um but there's some barriers to actually watching it um and also if you don't care about the game at least for me if you don't care about the outcome man it's really hard to like get up for it where it's like a baseball game or a basketball game i don't care who's playing i'm watching basketball or baseball with soccer i need a vested interest in who wins and who loses i find that for soccer it works better if i'm watching like for mls absolutely i need to watch a team that's i need to watch either the best teams or i need to watch timbers um you know or thorns even honestly yeah uh but when it comes to Premier League, uh, like Bundesliga, like a lot of the the European leagues, like those are just good. Like that's just well, yeah, it's because they're so much better than us, right? So like I, I, I and also the, I think some of that is also like also comes down to American style soccer, which uh, isn't as good. No, it's um, really basic and boring sometimes, and definitely works with the American mentality of, you know, just pounded in. Right. Kind of We're going to throw bigger and more athletic people at you and grind you into dust. Uh, but we are not creative and we can't do anything fun uh, because uh, like, I don't know. There's all there's... that talent went to the premier league. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you were good enough to be playing elsewhere, you would be. Uh, I mean, there's, good amount of argument for that like the best american player up until that kid who's oh in the premier league i can't remember his name right now um it'll come to me probably after the podcast landon donovan was probably the best american prospect you know the american player and the only one that played in mls every other american player went to epl or la liga or uh, uh, I can never pronounce the German one. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, they may even have been in you know French League One kind of thing, but yeah. Uh, I that's those that's where that's where the best players in the world are going to be. Yeah. Honestly, like it's it, it's the the NBA is that like for a lot of sports the American League is that league. The NBA is that league for basketball. The oh, MLS yeah. is just not that league for soccer. No. Uh, fun fact listeners uh listener singular uh the word for mullet in dutch is bundesliga har which is uh german soccer league player hair really uh-huh uh, i assume you learned this when you lived in france 
Yeah, I learned it either in France or during the 2014 World Cup. I can't remember which one. Huh. That was so strange. It is hilarious. Because if you look at like 1980s pictures of German football player or you know soccer players, like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was all Hasselhoff all the way down, man. Uh, I mean, I don't doubt it. It's just I sitting there going, wow, that, that is that is a slam on those guys. I mean, obviously they weren't the only ones with mullets. We grew up or we were kids in the 80s and uh, you know, the mullet did have that quick little resurgence in the early aughts in the hipster community. Uh, never understood that, but No, I mean, I did it as a joke once for like a day and a half. Yeah, and then you bicked your head afterwards. Yeah, no, it's not you... great. I did bick it because that's my head's does like no no it's not good it's not good for me to go all the way down but i definitely i i corrected the bullet yeah i made a course correction it was fine <laughs> it was fine uh but yeah like that's that is i mean we saw a lot of rat tails growing up rat tails were definitely a thing oh gosh and my long skater hair where it was a bowl cut but it was shaved up pretty high and my hair came down like in eight inches and Oh yeah, and yeah. it was it was platinum blonde. Oh yes, there was that point, time in my life too. Oh mm. gosh. Oh yeah, man, you had some good hair growing up. It was uh. great. Anyways, we have now we have now gone for talking about basketball because the Blazers are sad. We have talked about now soccer and your haircuts of your youth. So yeah. maybe we should either close down or do you want to talk about the fantasy league just a little bit? Uh, well. To recap, we'll talk about it. It, it, I'm saying right now it's a failed experiment. (laughs) Um, No questions asked. Uh, The experiment was that, hey, maybe this Blazers team would be good enough to beat some fantasy teams. Well, we were only able to field a league of four teams, including the all-Blazers team. So the three other teams, one picked by me, one picked by Will, another one picked by a friend of ours, are ridiculous. They're so ridiculous that I got Chris Paul with my last pick. (laughs) I got Chris Paul in Phoenix with Devin Booker as my last pick. Yep. Uh, So that'll tell you the caliber of the teams. Uh, They're all very, very good. The Blazers only team is not, especially since so many people are hurt. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I want, I like, you know, and the points are meaningless. Uh, so don't pay attention to that. But like, I beat the Blazers, the Blazer team, like 1400 to 460 last week. And I'm by far the worst of the three human run teams. Yeah. So uh, it's a failed experiment. Um, and that's okay. Uh, it seemed like it would be fun, but it wasn't. So that's okay. <laughs> the draft was kind of fun, except for the draft. Uh, really, um, it was so fast. We like you knew the Blazer pick was going to be coming up, and like we really didn't mess around. We just bam, 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 bam. We were done with the draft in like twenty five minutes, which is the shortest draft I've ever been a part of in anything. When you're only drafting a total of sixty players, and fifteen of them is the team that just drafts Blazers. Yeah, automatically. So there's like 45 other players going off the board. Like, it's not a lot of decisions you have to make. Like, no, almost everyone we got, like, we all drafted dudes that would be in 
almost every list of top 50 players, especially in fantasy. Like there's no, there, there's, there wasn't a whole lot of like, who should I take this backup center? Like you didn't have to make that. No, it, so it wasn't very deep. So yeah, it was very quick, but yeah, it just was like, oh, makes me kind of long for the days of real fantasy sports. Like we used to play that we have gone away from in the years because we all got too busy. Yeah, we're none of us are in our 20s anymore, I think is like a big piece of it. Yes, this is true. That helps. Definitely. Yeah, there's like jobs and kids like, yeah, there's just there's there's not the the same amount of time for me to spend uh, just slaving away over a hot spreadsheet. So this is true, uh, which is too bad. So anyways, you got anything else, buddy? Like we should just maybe pack this one in. No, we can pack this one in. Uh, good thoughts, happy thoughts to the Blazers. Everyone that's uh, injured, speedy recovery. Um, if I was a cleric, I, I would cast Healing Word. Okay, uh, that works. Joke. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got it. What a what a lay on hands on my 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 favorite team. Uh, uh, they, they do need some help. So they, hey, need, they need magical healing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not only do they need magical healing, they need like magical defensive spells to protect themselves and their rim because uh, they're not doing it. I have a bad idea uh, for a, a role-playing game that's basketball but with spells. I don't necessarily know if that's a bad idea because I am the last person that you should ever talk about any kind of RPG or board game with because I have a checkered history with them. You're, you're not you're not the guy to give the elevator pitch for that too. I understand. Yeah, no, it's just like, no, it could be good, but I don't know <laughs> if I'd play it. I, right. Again, it's one of those where like, I am sure the newest edition of D&D has great game mechanics. I, I still am not a big fan. Yeah, just one of those things. Yeah, don't have to be. Yeah, love what you love. You don't have to do stuff you don't like. That's yeah. We live in a world where you don't have to do stuff you don't like. Except well, for work. I was going to say, except for jobs, and even then, you know, most of us have been pretty lucky to have a job that you know we at least like a little bit. It's been a long time since I've had a job where I just out and out hated. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's been five years since I had a job period. So, you know, I can't You're say like, I hate my current gig. This stay at home dad <laughs> thing just sucks. They're with me all the time. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long year, buddy. It's been a long year. Uh, love them to death. It's been a long year. <laughs> Go back to school. Go back to school. Go back to school. Like, I totally get it. It's like, look, I want to do it safely. I want to take care of the teachers, but somebody please take my children. That's that's all I got to say. Anyways, that's another non-basketball topic that we'll add to the list of non-basketball topics. Anyways, uh, I guess we'll catch you all next week. We'll do this again. Uh, maybe we'll have some good news. Besides- I love good news. Good news would sound great. I mean, yeah, Dame game winner because he had to is good news. Yeah. yeah, like needing six points in the last 10 seconds to beat the Bulls. Uh, that's not good news. What happened? Really cool, uh, really fun. Please watch that, those clips. Just Gary Trent Jr. and Dave just being fantastic. So anyways, uh, with that, we'll let you go, and we'll catch you next time on Rose City Colored Glasses. See ya.